Thank you for joining us today here on Cocktails and Curveballs. I'll be your host today. My name is Patrick. Uh, we got uh, a full crew today. We got Tyler, Jim, and Lee. And uh, kicking this show off in typical fashion. Um, first, I just wanted to want to say I hope everybody had a nice new year, safe and happy new year. This is t uh, technically our first show of the new year, so hopefully it's a good one. And uh, we just want to give it up to the uh, men and women in our armed forces uh, that defend our past and present, home and abroad, that uh, continue to defend the freedoms we all enjoy on a daily basis. Um, they don't get enough credit, so we want to do that now. Also want to give a big shout out to our first responders who keep this country moving. Uh, not enough pay, not enough respect, so thank you for that. Um, Man, we had some uh, got some big big things going on this weekend. Of course, the college football uh, playoffs are in full swing. Got uh, some big games coming up with uh, Montana Grizzlies and South Dakota State. That should be a good one. That's a championship. Uh, the playoffs, the uh, last game of the season, yesterday and today uh, for the NFL. Um, so somebody kick it off. What? Uh, where do you want to start? I mean, there's a lot of different directions we can go on this. Hey, man. First off, I got a joke because of it being the jackrabbits, right? So, obviously, mountains are blue, boys. So, this is an old joke, but it's a goodie. A grizzly and a jackrabbit are shitting out in the woods. Grizzly looks down to Mr. Jackrabbit. Does the shit stick to your fur? Mr. Jackrabbit says, nope. So, the grizzly picks him up and wipes his ass with him. <laughs> let's hope, man. Metaphor, well, I say not. I I really hope that that uh, transforms into reality because that will be an amazing game if that really happens. I really hope the Grizzlies wipe their asses with a jackrabbit. So the only issue I see on this one, it's, uh, South Dakota State is so good, man. They're so they're big, and nothing. So good. They uh they they're the defending national champs, the undefeated. I mean, nobody even came close to them this year. And this the Grizz are going to have to have like they did in '95. That championship game that they beat Marshall 22 to 20 for their first national championship, it's gotta have to be a game like that where we pull a miracle out at the end and, and go ahead because this team is loaded with talent. Well, well now wait a second, Lee. Now you now I feel like there was a game that the Bobcats um played at U of M, right? That, that against played, us? No, against uh South Dakota State, and I thought they had that game. Like, they were winning that game, and I mean, you think they should have won. Like, I, I I, feel like a lot of people felt that the Bobcats should have won that game, and South Dakota State pulled it out late. Am I wrong about that? I can't – honestly, I don't remember because I was paying well, attention I think, to Chris, but you could be right. was, I think that game was – if I – you know what? I think you're on to something here, Patrick, because yeah. if I remember right, that just brought that up. That game was a lot closer than San Diego State has had – has had all year right right so i really do and you know listen so everybody that follows this conference uh lives in or around the state of montana knows the south dakota state beat their uh semi-final opponent i'm sorry that i i don't have the who they beat lady albany. 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 albany okay but it it, it wasn't it was a yonder after one yeah, yeah so, i mean so, so it was it was 59 to nothing and so Obviously, you know, you have the knee-jerk reactions. Oh, 59 nothing. Grizzlies are going to get rolled. Well, maybe, but, you know, different teams play differently against different teams. So 
and and you just got to hope that they sh- shot their entire load but, in the semifinals game. Just to just to throw a caveat to that too, if if that is correct, I think you guys could be right. I just remember this season hearing about SDSU, South Dakota State, just steamrolling team after team. So you, I think you're, I think you are right now that you say that. But here's the kicker on that. I hope that is the case because that that makes me feel better. Because guess who beat the Bobcats, the right. Grizzlies this Roll year? Them. So it Roll means them. we can play with them. Yeah. Listen, we are a big, strong, physical team too, but right. we can't have mistakes on offense. Well, there's but it's a big game matchup. There's always matchup issues, guys. Sure. You know, and. and Maybe we match up better with San, with uh, South Dakota State than than anybody this year has. I don't know. All I know is that BH is coaching, the Grizz are playing, so there's always a chance. Well, and 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 let's let's not overstate. You know, there's a lot of intricacies, a, a lot of you know layers to this game as well. Like nobody's really talking about it, and there's not really a stat sheet that you could pull up on any computer to 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 factually point this out. But let's not forget about the, you know, looking past your opponent, right? I mean, these are defending champions. They just won 59 to nothing. I mean, I, I don't I, – I can't imagine them going into this game saying, Psh, it's a Grizzlies. But there's a chance that they might just be getting a little bit ahead of themselves and feel, coming off a really nice high of just absolutely smoking, you know, Albany – Maybe they're coming in a little bit full themselves. Maybe Montana's coming in just us against the world. There's there's countless situations in, in every sport where a team way more talented, way more, you know, uh, bigger and stronger and powerful and, and everything ends up getting beat by underdogs. So, it, you know, it's that's why they play the games, man. Just Isn't that what, what's kind of fun, though, about football compared to – where where they don't play a series, it's just one game. Right. It's you know, yep. I think that's game maybe off. what some of the allure of of football is and big games in football is because sure. you got one shot, you perform, and I mean the best team can have a bad day. You know what I right. mean? That's the thing exactly. in a in a football game, the best team doesn't always win. Typically in right. a series, you know, in in baseball or basketball, hockey. Usually in seven games, the best team is going to win four of those. Well, you know, and, 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 fo- and football, your, dude, you have you could have a bad day. You could just flat out have a bad your day. Point, and on your point, Ty, like South Dakota State and and the Grizzlies could play ten games, and maybe Montana wins one of them or two of them. Yeah, but maybe one of those times is today. We man. just needed to. Right. We just needed That's, to be this yeah. one. Yep. Right. And, right, Grizz, yeah. and, sure. and the Grizz are playing the best they played all year, man. Yeah. Yes, they really they're, are. They're playing their best at the right time of the year. So um, it probably so. So is South Dakota State, you know, oh, so yeah. it should be interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to it. David, so I got a, for sure. I got a question, Tyler, because I see you got the uh, the uh, I see you're sporting the Ravens swag, which as you should. Oof. I mean, they said where's, sat, my, where's sat my everybody. They sat everybody against the Steelers. It still damn near yeah. took it out. TJ Watt goes down. But yeah. I got a question for you. How much celebrating did you do after that uh, just ass whooping epically of, of my Dolphins? Uh, how much celebrating Jeez. did you do? Or, a lot. A lot. I still, I still a little <laughs> bit like, so being a Ravens fan, right? They're the one seed. Uh, they already had that locked up. That's fun for me to say because that doesn't happen often. But the Ravens Steelers is, I think it's hands down, right? It's the best rivalry in the NFL. 
I think that it, it's hard to argue anything else right now. That and it oh, doesn't it's, matter. It's up at the top. It doesn't matter if one of those teams comes in to that game 0 and 16, and the other one 16 and 0. It's going to be a one score game. It does it, like it's pencil pencil a Ravens um, Steeler game as a one score game. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. It doesn't matter that. The Ravens sat a bunch of guys because they still played hard. The guys that played still played hard. It's not like it's not like they went, oh, it's who gives a shit. It's a bye week for us. It's still the Steelers. Like that's that's what they say in that rivalry, right? Is like you're not a real Raven until you beat the Steelers. And it's the same way this you're not a real Steeler unless you've beaten the Ravens. So So I was I Ty, I was gonna have a broom behind me. Oh yeah, you were <laughs> I was going to have a broom behind me, you know, season to season. Steelers swept the, yeah. swept the, the Ravens. But, sure but I thought, you know what, in in all reality, if all the studs are playing for the Ravens, oh, that, game isn't, that game isn't close. So I don't think so. so uh, no, hell so, no. Jimmy, you being the Steelers fan, so I got a question. What I haven't heard, I know he went down. TJ Watt, what's the severity on the knee? Do you know? Have we it's heard anything? Not that bad. MCL sprain. They said, right? "Well, they said it's a great grade three sprain to the right. MCL." Yeah, not so. Not not the end of the world for him. But no, Steelers no, are no, sitting not. in playoff position. Am I right? Well, they've either the Bills or the uh, the Jag- Jaguars Jag- have to lose. Jaguars. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually, you know, guys, and and again, being real about my team. Are they going to do anything in the playoffs besides take somebody's position that that could probably be better off? Man, the playoffs are better with the Bills there than the Steelers. Well, okay? this that's yeah, just, that's I don't just, know. Well, this year you're talking about this year though, but typically Pittsburgh is a mainstay in the playoffs. So like, and and the Ravens. I mean, there's there's no re, there's no Dude, they haven't been to the playoffs for I don't know how many years. Okay. Right, but we've talked about this in the past where it's no secret that the same five or six teams make the playoffs every year, man. It's because it starts from ownership down. And, yeah, Pittsburgh has struggled for the last two, three years. I get all that. But typically, Pittsburgh is – they they are a, a staple in the playoffs, man. I mean, it's like uh, the, the, the two constants in this world, man. The sun comes up and Pittsburgh's in the playoffs. So well, I always equate that, Pat. I always equate it to the winning seasons more than I do playoffs with the Steelers, especially recently. Especially Mike Tomlin. Seasons. Like, that's pretty incredible. Mike Tomlin Mike is, Tomlin. like, on a roll. Absolutely. Ty, Ty what you drinking? Because I want to show you. Are yeah. you. Please do. Please tell me you're doing a, an IPA because I got no, something really today. nasty no, to show just, you. Just bush lights for me. Yeah, I saw whatever it was that you were drinking. It looked like a, a, okay, so, a chew spit. It kind of yeah, it could be right, but no, this is and I have never had this, boys. This is called Freeze Out. Um, it's by my favorite brewery over in Missoula Kettle House. This is an imperial stout, so boys, this legitimately looks like freaking motor oil. It's got a little bit of a wine taste. This beer that I'm sipping on right now, 12%. Man, I might as well be drinking Snoop Dogg wine, which Tyler seems to love, but it seriously, like it's this is actually really good but this is not one like a Coors Light that you can just I can roll through four of these in an episode I roll through more than two of these in this episode I'll be walking on my lips talking in tongues so but this this is fan freaking tastic though so cheers to Kettle House Patrick what you got I am drinking 
Again, I'm going to full Big Lebowski this morning. That's vodka, Kahlua, and a little bit of heavy cream. And, uh, man, I might, uh, when I get to the stadium where my girlfriend has a table reserved um, after this podcast, really good chance I might just stick with those. So, yeah, they're that going down really like a well. good winery drink. Do what? That sounds like a good wintery drink. You guys just got snow, right? Yeah. yeah. First and, time. And I, well, I contemplated doing like a Big Lebowski coffee, if that makes any sense. Yes. Um, but I just thought, oh, you know, I'm just I'm just going to I'm going to be the dude this morning, man. Yeah, but I'm, I'm the dude, man. <laughs> so I, I pulled out the dude's drink, man. I just so I'm going to be the dude. That's where that's where I'm at. Tasting good, too. No, that's outstanding, actually, because I've never, I don't think I've ever had that before. Oh, is, this, is the Big Lebowski, is that John Goodman? Yep. No, it's, uh, oh, yeah, he is. He is in there. He's yep. in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's in it? It's, it's I've never of, seen the movie. I don't know what the fuck you're talking well, about. You know what? Being you're a assignment. man or whatever. I have no fucking clue what you're talking he's about. Just, he's just the dude. Your okay? assignment, just the dude. if you choose to accept it, your assignment, if you choose to accept it, is immediately following this podcast, or when you have a free moment the rest of this weekend, go watch the Big Lebowski, dude. That, I watch the Big Lebowski, man, dude. It's one of my top three favorite. It's just awesome. okay, anybody so who the, okay, has this dude. It? Yeah, I agree. It's a fantastic movie, but the dude is actually played by Jeff Bridges, and yes, oh yeah, go. Uh, what's his name? Goodman. Yeah, he's the big guy. He is a very prominent role. But if you haven't seen it, Tyler, you have got to watch this movie, man. I'm and it you. exemplifies. This show, like this show, not like, not like, kid appropriate, obviously. Perhaps well, like it depends the on the kid. I mean, some kids are raised different. Perhaps <laughs> the emblem of this show should be a picture of the dude. I mean, I'm just saying. So, yeah. No, because someone would sue us for royalties and shit. And, you know, that's probably true. That's somebody probably would true. have to. Yeah. Somebody that's... would have ever have to see this for that to happen. Probably. <laughs> well, let's. I mean, let's just pump the brakes, Ty. Okay. We can pretty much do whatever we want or say whatever we want. It's not like we're getting canceled. Yeah. Fucking 14 views. I mean, who's, who's canceled? Six of them are from us, ball. so. Oh, Jesus. I got I feel you safe right here. Yeah, I feel safe in saying that none of our mamas raised any quitters, right? So we That's ain't right. giving up. Oh, we're we're going to go until we get 30 subscribers sure. and, tw- and 32 right. views every day. That's right. Yeah, it's going to be good stuff. What hey, else can we, we got? Can we, can we, I, uh, so I, I'm sorry. I meant to say this about the Raven Steelers thing, and it's it's not a, really about either team. But um, Jadavion Clowney, he hit a sack total that hit an incentive sure. for him. Dude, can you? Seven hundred fifty grand. Seven hundred fifty grand. Yes, sir. And uh, man, yeah. I was just thinking, like he was pumped, right? Like he was dancing around and like, no shit. I would have made three so, quarters of a million. Dumbass, dude. If I if I would have done something at my work that made me seven hundred and fifty grand, and I was on TV, I would have to have paid most of that in fines for what I would have done. I oh, would have showed my okay. ass to the world. <laughs> okay, but this is typical Jadavian Clowney. Okay, that a good. They're year. losing. They're losing, and right. he's get he gets a sack. Right. And we're 750. And it's a five minute fucking celebration. Right. Right. A lot you of know, cash, man. Because, That's a and, lot and of nobody, fucking dough. Listen, listen, okay, who, listen. Who, who actually knows that that was the deal until 
every they told everybody right. he's just right. dancing because he got a sack for about 30 seconds. Yeah. Hell yeah. And everybody's going, Are you fucking kidding me? Look at the scoreboard, dude. Yeah, you, you, you know what I'm that reminds me of, Jim? Let me let me just throw this in here. I'm not sure if I think of anybody on this on this pod on this set have seen this game. Maybe it's Jim. Maybe, maybe you guys have seen this game, but way back when Jeff Bagwell was still playing. Arguably one of the best first basemen, I mean, of, of our generation. Guy was just amazing. Third baseman. Um, was he third baseman? First baseman, right? Okay, so somebody out there in the internet world, find out. Email us. I feel like he was, was the a first baseman. baseman. Anyways, he was a great hitter. Yeah. And so I was watching the game one time. And this was when uh, the uh, Astros were still in the National League. In St. Louis Cardinals division, by the way. And actually... I feel like it was against my St. Louis Cardinals. He did this against, but he ended up uh, roping a triple, sixth, seventh inning, and and hitting for the cycle. And everybody wanted to stand up, and and you know, everybody everybody wanted him to take a pause the game and tip his hat and and you know, make a big deal. And he was waving, "I don't want it. I don't want it. No, I don't want it." And the reason why he was saying he didn't want it was because the Astros are down like nine to two. Patrick, you were right. He's a first baseman, by the way. Just throwing okay. that in there. So, so, but Jeff Bagwell, that's who comes to my mind when you talk, Jim, about, you know, uh, what's important to you? I mean, don't get me wrong. 750 grand, Jesus. I, I mean, to us, that's, <laughs> that's a lifetime of wealth, right? But to a guy that's already got probably millions in a bank, I'm guessing, um, like, that's what's important to you is hitting your bonus, not the fact that you guys are losing in the game. They had already clinched the play. Like if it, it, it's different, if they're zero sixteen, they already ha- are the one seed. They're just trying to get out of that game without any fucking major injuries. Yeah, but- and you're and you're in the last regular game of the season. You get that sack in a game that they could have easily have not played him. And then you go so, get seven. I can't believe what fucking Grinches you guys are about this. I thought you guys were pumped. I brought it up because I thought you guys were pumped about a dude like. Well, I think it's awesome. No, 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 fifty grand. No. Who gives a fuck See, about this score? I, I, he could have slapped his mama on camera, dude. Like what in the like? Right. That's a lot of money. Like both things can be true, Ty. This is not being being a Grinch, and I'm not I'm not faulting the guy. Like like I I get it. I get the reason why he did it, and that's awesome that he hit his bonus. What I'm saying is, the optics don't look well. Fuck you know, the I, mean, I do. I I completely did. I'm with Tyler on this one. Tommy, I'm going to tell you why, Patrick. If Tommy you signed, a if you signed player, a man, if you signed a contract for pick a company. You're going to know what the, the language is of that contract, where you can hit tiers and get bonuses, right? Who, who wouldn't be jacked for getting three quarters of a million dollars you know in why? a check? You know why he's got them incentives? Because he's one of the biggest busts to ever play in the NFL. <laughs> but he's got to put in his contract. Does T.J. Watt, does T.J. Watt, does Terrell Suggs, Tyler, would Terrell Suggs would have done a goddamn dance? For seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, no, because it's expected of him. Because they, he doesn't That's have to job. have that. That's your he job. doesn't have to have that incentive written in for him to actually. So does that? Up. Is that not? Is that not more of a reason for him to for Jadavion Clowney to have to earn it? And he did it. He went out and he did it. He earned that yeah. money. He's got That's a big Jadavion Clowney. He should. 
Why is it? But okay, so okay, but no, you just called him a bust. If he's the biggest bust in the world, then who? Then why? Why would he not celebrate that? Why should that not be celebrated if he's one of the biggest busts ever, which I don't agree with. But if that is true, he's not Terrell Suggs. He's not TJ Watt by all accounts, That's right? right? He's not. He's not. Okay, okay so then why would full disclosure? But he should have been. But he was he was slated he, as to be better than them guys. That's what so, so the because the Texans fucked up and drafted him one. Year. He sat his senior year. Because he was going to be so great in the yeah. NFL. That's an NFL I problem. That's not his problem. <clears throat> well, I mean, obviously it is. Well, but when you he's made seven hundred and fifty grand, so I don't, I don't see it as being much of a problem. I think he's done when pretty well for TJ Watt. Yeah, laughing his ass all the way to the bank. But there, if they had a sack total built into a contract for an incentive, it'd be a little bit more than three quarter for TJ Watt. I'm just throwing that out there. I feel it like wouldn't be, but like it also wouldn't million. be set at nine for TJ Watt. You'd be like, Correct. okay, if you get twenty, Correct. if you get fucking yeah, twenty, 15, we'll pay you 16. five million. That's my point. right. Like it's I. So I, 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 I shouldn't even have brought this. I thought you guys were going to be stoked about it. Well, the incentive, the incentive was nine sacks. See, he got his ninth sack yesterday. Nine and a half. So do you know that when he came out of college, I, I remember the article. I can't remember if it was by Fox or ESPN. It was by a highly acclaimed uh, organization or you know, affiliate. Um, somebody on there, there was a sports writer that predicted that Clowney was going to break every sack record imaginable. And so I'm not here, you know, on my soapbox saying he's the biggest bust ever, but he's kind of a bust because this guy was expected – I didn't say this guy was expected to be I didn't like say he was the biggest bus ever. I said he'll go down as one of the biggest bus ever. Yeah. I mean, well, I, don't, I disagree, he, but but again, you know, it, we're, we were talking about the bonus for the sacks. I'm, yeah, dude, I'm, I dig it. I'm like, hell yeah, man. Well, good you on him. Shit? Guys, yeah, good listen, on him, and you're man. right. The hype was the hype was huge on him. Everybody thought he yes. was going to be God's right. gift to defense, but but then it comes to this. I, hey man, I was glad he did it. I I was like, fuck yeah, Lee, man! You just earned three quarters of a million dollars. Lee, Lee, let me say it a better way. This is a better way to say this. Okay, I, I'm good on him. I'm glad he hit his bonus, and and I'm never against a player or even somebody in in the work that I've worked with getting paid more or 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 getting extra bonuses for their performance. So good on him. I'll never frown down upon that. Here's here's where I'm at. So, um, you know, it, it, it's it's like, I, I guess I have a, I've always had a problem. This is the way I've always been. I've always had a problem with an individual celebrating um, for personal accolades when their team is failing. That's fair. I, did, I like how you put it that way. That's, their team you can put failing. it like that, but they, that team wasn't failing. In that instance. Well, they, they were getting beat. They, were they already locked up the one seed. Who that right, game? Ty, but, the end. The final score right. of that game. Seven hundred and fifty. Okay. I understand. Like, I understand all that. But can you not even at least see the other side of the fence that 100%, they're losing the game? And he's one hundred percent in a different scenario. But in this yeah, specific scenario, I think it's well deserved. Tyler said something that's very very important. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna backpedal a little bit here because number one, Tyler's exactly right. The Ravens could have saved seven hundred fifty thousand dollars and not played him. 
Yeah, right. they could have sat and, and that, That's awesome. And yeah. that would have been a business decision that, right. yeah, it would have sucked and all that, but it would have been a business decision, right? The other thing is that I want to say, and as much as I've, I, I, I just, I do think his career has been a bust comparatively to how he came out of college. Sure. Okay. Sure. Here's the sure. thing I need to say about Jadavian Clowney and every other professional athlete on the planet. We have no idea, guys. We have no idea what it takes, the talent, the hard work, everything else. Not one of us can imagine what it takes to be Jadavian Clowney. So well, I'm sure I really want to, I really want to say that I can sit here and I can say, yeah, he's a bust um, comparatively to how he came out of college to his expectations. I do. Th I, I, I'll stand by that and say that on the other hand, playing in the NFL, um, listen, none of us will ever know what it's like to go up against a 320, 330 left tackle. And the ex expectations. Play, you know, and the expectations that were dropped on him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's so, important. That's uh, important. Let, this, let this, me just let me just clarify that by saying that that listen, man, good for him. Yeah, and, I, and good I, for I, the Ravens. Yeah. More importantly, good for the Ravens for even playing him. Class act. Cla they class gave him a chance. They there. gave him a chance to go get it. You're right, Jimmy. They, honestly, had they had they sat him, nobody yeah. would have questioned it. That's a great spin and because he, I and he earned right, it. I never, I never thought about that. Baltimore could have said 750 large, we're going to put in our pocket, but they gave him gave him the opportunity to earn that. That's a classic organization. There's more than a few organizations who have said, fuck that, you're not playing today. There's more. And then they would wrote it off as, well, we don't want you to get hurt. No, mm -hmm. you're cheap fuckers. That's what it is. But good for them, man. Can we? Can I, can I touch on – I want to get – I would like to actually get onto the, the college championship too, but I got a question for you guys. C.J. Stroud, can, can we at least – Give this dude all the accolades in the world. He comes oh, back. He's he's, they're coming as, he's yeah. electric, you know. Yeah. So then he's we go back to last really year. Good. We go to last year's draft. I said on this podcast, he's number one. He's the first pick. Didn't happen. Where'd Carolina go? But you see what I'm saying? I was this kid. Holy hell. All he yeah, does he's, is win 75-yard really touchdown passes, and, and he comes. I'm like. Holy yeah. hell's bells, man. Best thing that could have. So CJ Stroud, I got to give him mad props. If you guys yeah. don't follow him, check him out. Because good Lord, he's or, talented. Yeah, they, they, how, about, how about in that same breath, dude, the Texans are just laughing about what happened with Deshaun Watson. Holy yeah. shit, yeah. right? That is absolute yeah. dumpster fire what's going on with, with his whole and deal. Could, and the Texans, and now they just got a guy who looks like he's going to be a top-tier quarterback for the next 10 well, years. He is. Years. No, no, no. He is. This yeah. year he is. I well, mean, it's a small sample. It's one season, but I'm just saying, like projecting right. into the future, you're like, fuck, they just they found their guy. But Ty, the way the way he has been playing this year. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, you, you I know, agree. if you put the NFL, if you put the NFL into four tiers, how do you not put him in the top tier? I mean, yeah, with what I, he's done this year as a rookie, uh, and, and you know. As a, man, this is really, really odd because it seemed like just yesterday, I know it's been a couple years, but it seemed like just yesterday that organization was just a dumpster fire. They Everything they gave to Miami for 
for the uh, for the left tackle, um, Tunsil. Tunsil, yeah. I mean, it looked it, it, like they were just throwing away first round picks, and um, I'm telling you, it is. I I felt like this for a long time, but this is a textbook example that once you nail your quarterback, it's all downhill from there, man. Well, that is the number one job. Like the number one assignment is to get your franchise quarterback. Once that happens, dude, it's just fill-ins after that, man. You know, D'Amico Ryan's too, though. D'Amico Ryan. Yeah. Um, Good call. Good the, call. The players, he's sure. a Dan Cam- He's a Dan Campbell. He's a uh, another guy that I hope keeps his job. He's an Antonio Pierce. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, these guys are leaders of these young men. These young men look up to him. And uh, I, I, they're he's getting the best out of each one of those guys on yeah. that on that Houston team. Uh, their defense has done nothing but improve all year long. Man. The Texans are the Texans are scary. You would yeah. better buckle up because next couple CJ years, Stroud's gonna go deep. Oh, and God and you, forbid if Tank Dell comes back. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh man. man! And Jimmy, we talked. Remember, we did a podcast about the upcoming draft, and we were talking about our top five who we thought. We both were in agreement. I think all of us were at that time that CJ Stroud should have been one. I've should yeah, have been I've one. Said that, yeah. I've said that from day one. Um, but, but it's nice and, to see the, what he's the, doing at the next level. Sure. The Panthers, the Panthers, they just fired their GM, right? They were like, yeah. dude, what in the yeah. fuck yeah. are you doing? What are yeah. you doing? Yeah. And not that like you know, Bryce but, Young, Bryce Young could could end up being better. Who knows? But like from their rookie seasons, I think Bryce yeah, Young's right? gonna be if pretty good. If you own the Panthers, yeah, you're gonna fire some people. Yeah. I think I think Bryce Young's gonna be pretty good, but uh, you know, on the Panthers, really quick, I want to get get your guys' opinion. Does anybody else have a problem with um, uh, who's that? Uh, Cam. Does anybody Cam else Newton. have a problem with Cam Newton calling out four really good quarterbacks and calling them system quarterbacks? It's like Cam, you had one quality year as a quarterback, homeboy, and by all rights and standards, you're still young enough to where if you were. Any kind of a passer, you should still be in the NFL, but nobody even threw you a one-year contract. Like, I feel like you're not in a position to call to 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 run your mouth about any quarterback in the NFL, man. You had one quality year, one. And then the second you stopped running the ball, you were a practice squad quarterback. So how about you just STFU, man? Yeah. I have completely written off the NFL years for Cam Newton. Okay, so oh. Cam Newton, my best memory of Cam Newton was when he was an Auburn Tiger and won a national championship. And, oh, my God, everybody in Birmingham was going nuts. But you know what? It wasn't the Tide. It wasn't Tuscaloosa. And he was amazing in college. Now, when watching ran. him there, and yes. And then when he came to the league, I was like, when he ran the ball, you're like, who's going to stop him? That's why you know? he was such a good passer. See, that's just like the whole, uh, you know, Randall Cunningham and the whole uh, RG3. And these guys were never good passers, but they were such an incredible dual threat that it befuddled offense or defense. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. He can throw the ball, though, man. He can, but that's a damn right he can. But Cam Newton looked like Derrick Henry standing back there. Okay, but he can can throw (laughs) the ball. So the difference is when these running quarterbacks, because that's, typically what they are uh, when they stop running the ball because they get hit hard or they get an injury or 
whatever. That's what happened to RG3. That's what happened to Randall Cunningham. Remember the gold shoelaces. And the second that he stops running the ball, he's fucked, man, because he's not a good passer. And 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 once TD, you once defenses get a whiff of the fact that he's no longer a running threat, he's done. That's what happened with Cam. Cam stopped running the ball, and and they yeah. just said. Well, when he, he when he refused he when he refused to dive on that fumble in the Super Bowl, all credibility so, right yeah. out the window, and and yeah. he he never yeah. really recovered. I don't think he ever really recovered from that. Something and, was and, and wrong. Jim, something was wrong with Cam Newton, and I'm going to tell you guys why. <clears throat> His last couple of years, every time he threw the football, it looked painful. His oh, shoulder was all fucked the, up. I think it, right. Yeah. Yeah. He. But nobody ever said anything. I was like, right. he's got to have a shoulder issue or, or elbow yeah, he issue. He couldn't or push something. the ball he down the field look, at all. No, he right. just looked horrible throwing the football. But nothing, never on the injury report about a shoulder or anything like that. Um, so I don't know. Maybe that's the way it was. What I do know about Cam Newton is he was Superman when he came into the league, guys. He, he, he was incredible. He could run he faster than some of the fastest guys. He could yeah. bench press more than offensive linemen. He could jump higher he than was, some of the receivers. He was a stud, man. A damn stud. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, so put him at edge rusher. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He he seems well, like a weird know, dude, though, kind of, right? Like, he does. I, from any of the interviews, yeah, like, he, he yes, interviews yes. people now and shit. Like, he, he seems like just a like – He just kind of out there. Yeah. Yeah. And and Jim, I gotta be I gotta be honest with you, Jim. When we were talking uh before uh before the show and the name you brought up was uh Justin Fields, listen, I, I have no problem eating crow because uh it was just maybe yesteryear, maybe two years ago. I thought Justin Fields was gonna be another one of those quarterbacks that the second he stops running, he's gonna be screwed because he was a horrible passer. But I I mean listen. The guy has gotten a lot better throwing the ball, I think, and he's 23, for God's sakes. Still a, still a threat running the ball, but super electric. The guy has turned into a really good passer, just like Jordan Love, man. Where did Jordan Love come from? Jordan Love, <laughs> the way that guy, the kid's throwing the ball for Green Bay, man. Good God, he, he looks really good. So I, I think I think your first um, your first order of business as a quarterback in the NFL is you got to be able to – you got to be able to throw the ball, man. I mean, you know, scrambling for a first down and taking off for 78 yards like Lamar Jackson, that's that's icing on the cake. But, man, there's listen, everybody is – you're not going to be able to do that for, for 12, 15 years in the NFL. You're going to have to throw the ball. And when you stop running, if you can't throw, your days are numbered. Well, and your playmakers, so. your playmakers, chances are, are out wide, right? Sure. Um, yeah. So you got to get the ball in their hands somehow. And yeah. the, the way, the best way to do that is to be able to throw the ball. Justin sure. Fields, if Chicago lets him go and Oof. they try to start over with another rookie quarterback, we are going to see the shit show that is the Chicago Bears continue. They it, it'll be Justin Fields part due. They it, have it, it'll two do it first again. round picks in the top ten, right now. Right, with just and with Justin Fields as a quarterback. With Justin Fields as your quarterback, now yeah. I, I mean, 
I'm looking at mock drafts that saying that could could possibly be Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh Jesus and Brock, Bauer, and Brock Bowers. Good lord. True. Wow. Looking into your Give crystal ball. Weapons, and I think this kid, I think Justin Fields can play football, man. I watch him throw the ball. So does he can make all the throws, his arm talent. Does, does anybody here does, does anybody on this panel think? I mean, have have any kind of a feeling that Chicago might put Fields on the trading block? Does anybody? Oh, absolutely, anybody... absolutely. I think they will. They will. You think they will? They will because that organization has proven itself over the last five years. That why not? Why not start all over again and and you know with another rookie quarterback? And I've got news for you guys: Caleb Williams is not the guy. I don't think so either. No, I don't. I don't care for him. The Drake, the kid from North Carolina, Drake May. I think he's better. I'll tell you something else right now. Michael Panix Jr. Oh, that's the that. See, that's who I like. Yes, sir. That's who I like. Kid Bo Nix. Yeah. I think Bo Nix. I, I think Bo Nix too. Bo Nix is another one. Yeah. He he seems like he's, he's going to be a lot like a Baker Mayfield. Like Bo Nix is pretty athletic. He can run the ball, but. Baker Mayfield's having a great season, also. Oh, he's a oh, big time. He's been a good NFL quarterback. He's been he's adequate. He's been adequate. And he's gonna get a four-year contract. He's gonna get a four-year contract from Tampa for lots of money. And and I know I've said it before, and I don't want to whip a dead horse, but how good would the Browns be if they had Baker Mayfield this entire year? They'd be right there with the Ravens. They found their quarterback in the there. future. January Joe Flacco. <laughs> oh, no, no. 30, what were you saying, though, Jim? Well, you said uh, Baker Mayfield's got some incentives. Uh, this weekend, he could make an extra two million. So, oh, good for him, and, man. And, and I, I love. Just, I, I want to see if he throws that touchdown pass to get him to the playoffs or whatever. I want to see if he does a thirty-second dance. He yeah. might. Baker, Mayfield, Baker Mayfield might pull his pants down and shake his nuts at the crowd. They're not, they're not gonna I hope he does. Game. <laughs> I hope he does, man. Baker I mean, May that's a Baker huge Mayfield's deal. insane. So I would like, I would like to see him do that. But Baker, Baker Mayfield is not. I, I just, I feel like he is. Uh, everybody. So, whether it was the Browns, he played one other spot. Was it? Was it Carolina? And I can't remember. Before he went to Tampa Bay, but every locker room has loved this guy, man. He played oh, for yeah. the Rams. He is, came in and did well for the Rams. The Rams, and he had he a good year. Won the he game. Did well for the Rams. You know, yes, he he, he, he insisted. Baker Mayfield's a class fucking act, man. Like well, if you play, that's a stretch. I don't know that I call him a class act. I think. Yeah, I well, think he's been pretty. Well, good you know him personally. I, I call. He well, shakes it. He's well, always grabbing his dick and balls okay, and shaking so, on at people. Oh, let me okay. So let me let me let me let me redo that. His teammates love him, man. There's got to be a reason yeah. for that. His teammates fucking love playing with the guy. So. Maybe he has a lot of gay teammates. I, I don't. Well, know. maybe they okay. really enjoy that. Are you willing to go ahead and say that on on a fucking bio? Because I'm not touching. <laughs> we'll we'll put, that, hole, put that on the internet. Fuck that. No, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm skipping hey guys, over all that shit. Because I honestly want to get into the game tomorrow. Um, I saw a stat, which actually kind of made me proud in a weird way. Um, there was a study done, and it was about um, high school athletes, basically. Okay, And it says um, 
the percentage of high school athletes that play collegiate football or sports of any level, whether it be basketball, football, whatever, 7%. You think about the tons and tons and tons of kids that are playing high school sports. I mean, that's their thing, right? 7% make it to play for a college. Doesn't matter what college it is, but sure. just to play for a college. I you know, so I sit back and, and, and I'm sitting here going, oh, wow. So, yeah, my youngest son, he obviously played college football. I'm like, 7%. Holy shit. There's, that means there's a lot of kids. They, they lace them up, you know, on a gridiron for Friday night lights and whatever, and, and they get done with that and they're done. They lose yeah. that. That is actually really good. The reason I brought that up is because I want to talk about because I honestly think the dogs are going to beat Michigan tomorrow. I, I, hey man, this game is going to be ridiculously good. You guys, who do you guys think? Who do you guys think is going to take that one? Because I'm thinking the dogs are going to just outscore them enough. I like Washington Washington in a game, probably, you know, if I had to throw a score out there, I would say something like 35 31. But I think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be, I mean, I think there's going to be defensive plays. But by standards, I don't think it's going to be a defensive game. I think there's going to be lots of scoring. I think the quarterbacks are going to air it out. I think there's going to be a couple big offensive plays. I I, I see Washington maybe being down three points late in the fourth and getting a touchdown and winning by four, 35-31, something like that. Kind of what I'm thinking. What do you got? What do you think, Tyler? I hope you the got? dogs win, man. Um. I think Michael Penix Jr. rocks. I think that oh, Rose rocks. Pulls, uh, Dylan Johnson, the running back, right? Like they have yeah. a left tackle that's going to get drafted in the first round. They've got defensive players too. How many defensive guys have they put in the league in the last a lot. decade? A lot. Like Two or three. Yeah. A lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah. A lot. A lot of really good ones. DBU. Yeah. They, they've been putting defensive backs in the league now. Yeah. For. You know, so I don't know, and and I grew up a dogs fan, so I, you know, I'm obviously rooting for them. I from the games that I've seen, dude, they air it out like Michael Penix Jr. flings the football. He fucking, dude, he has a cannon. He launches the football, and that Romo Dunze is he's gonna be a first round pick. Like he's fucking good. He's really good. He. Look at look at his numbers compared to that uh, Naylor from LSU and Marvin Harrison Jr. Look at their numbers all stacked up. Roma Dunze is comparable. Has better numbers. Like yeah. he's fucking good. Well, they're one A, they're one one A and one B. Those three receivers. Yeah. Uh, then you throw in that Keon Coleman from Florida State. You got four receivers that are probably going to go in the first round. Oh yeah, I think so. But uh no, I'm you know, I'm I want the dogs to win bad being an Ohio State fan. Fuck that team up north, you know. Um I I want the, the dogs to win as physical as they were against Texas. I think if Washington comes out and plays that kind of a physical football game, I think they're gonna shock Michigan. A little bit. I think Michigan thinks that they're a finesse type of a team and right. Michigan's just going to beat, beat them up. And, and I don't know, man, again, the Oregon games and, mm-hmm. and uh, that game against Texas, Washington came out and smacked them in the mouth. 
Right. My biggest concern is the pressure that Michigan can put on a quarterback. Yeah, they got Guaranteed. They do. That's well. Okay, so they were living in the backfield for the first half, at least against Alabama. They they Alabama could not keep them guys out of the backfield. Well, and against Ohio State, and yeah, they did. They they're going to get pressure on Penix. So yeah. uh, the O line from Washington and game planning, get the ball out of Penix's hands. Well, you know, well, and okay. take your shots. Take your shots when you can. I think you got to move the. I think you got to move the pocket. You got to. You got to. You got to just play. You know, uh, scheme a lot of uh, rollouts, man. Uh, shotguns. I mean, you got to. Got to get him out of the pocket and moving. Penix is a guy that can move his feet, throw on the run. He's good at doing that. I think you got to take advantage of his mobility, man. Don't just have a you know three step back and 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 check down. I mean, get him out of the pocket, roll him out. I, I think they'll do well. Hey Pat, because you because you just brought it up, and this is a completely different take on this. You said shotgun, so I, I'd like to throw a challenge to uh, the panel here. Um, if if the Grizzlies figure out a way to win a national championship today, next podcast we all shotgun a beer. I'm done. What do you think? Deal. What do you think, fellas? You. And if you dub and and if you dub wins tomorrow, we do two. Okay. Yeah, done. I'm down with that. Done. Too. Hey, done. Can I, can I revisit something? So, uh, some cocktail and curveball is going to be showing their skills of how we shotgun. That's right. I want to revisit good. something because several weeks ago, we all gave our takes as far as who we thought the big four in the playoffs are going to be in NFL. And, and, the, and, and I know we had said Philadelphia, San Francisco, and the NFC. And I, I think the panel was kind of split between. Buffalo, I know Kansas City was on everybody's list. That was before Baltimore really started just catching just another gear and started dominating the team, the league. So Baltimore, uh, you know, wasn't really one of the predominantly choices. But now looking at what we got now, do we still like the Eagles and the and the Niners and and the Chiefs and the Bills? Or or I mean, it not, things have changed a little bit. So. You know, who who are we liking? Uh, the, instead of going through the four, just give me – I just want to hear from you guys who you think is going to be in the Super Bowl. I still think it's going to be the Niners. I think it's going to be Niners-Ravens. Um, I, I hate to say too. it as a Dolphins fan, but I think it's going to be Niners-Ravens, and I think the yeah. Ravens are going to win it. I think the Ravens yeah. are going to win it. I really I took do. the day after yeah. the Super Bowl off, just in case. Smart choice. Smart choice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that, that's where the playoffs are going – through both of those cities. Yeah. Um, I I just think, man, da Dallas just can't get out of their own way. Right. The right. Eagles are having – I believe – Eagles fell asleep the last four weeks, right? The, the Eagles, I feel, are – they. I don't know. I, I think they're having some internal issues on Something. that. Um, Is, are they injured, Jim? Do you know? I mean, do they, are they the, dealing with the key injury? Uh, I'm sure this time of year, I don't know about key injuries. Devontae Smith is hurt. Don't know when he's going to be back. Uh, that's a big. That's a big. That's a big hit for he's him. A, he's a stud. Yeah. But the I, I, I'll go a little further. The teams that nobody wants to play, I think, the Rams. And guys, if Buffalo gets in. Okay, so yeah, I was just going to say that. Bill, absolutely. Nobody wants Buffalo. to see Buffalo in the playoffs. No, nobody wants nobody. to see Nobody. Nobody. 
I, I, I don't want to see Buffalo today, and we got. I don't want to see him tonight. No, the Rams, no, the Rams are the Rams are just they're sneaky. They're just yeah. they're 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 good. Stafford can still sling it. They got two excellent receivers. That that Williams kid out of the backfield can fucking ball, man. Okay, dude, I think and Cooper we, Cup is top. He's he's one of the best receivers I've seen in the league. He's got to be top three. He's not minimal. even the best receiver on his own team right now. Right. And and, and yeah, but he's been injured about, too, coming off of it. Cooper Cup and, impressed the and, shit out of me his entire career. So we talked about this on one of our podcasts about how Stafford is maddening. At least he is to me. Because Stafford has the ability against a bad defense to go throw four picks and a half. Mm-hmm. But on that same breath, Stafford also has the ability against the number one pass defense in the NFL to go light him up for 280 yards and five touchdowns and a half. I mean, so my point is, is that I feel like there's really no gray with Stafford. You're either going to get Joe Montana Stafford or you're going to get Vinny Testaverde Stafford. And so if Stafford – You just pulled up Vinny Testaverde. Nice well, job. That's, 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 he's not very – so that's who Vinny <laughs> Testaverde was. He threw a lot of picks, man. I think it actually if you pull it up, I bet he's throwing more picks than, than touchdowns. But my I hadn't is, even thought of Vinny Testaverde in decades saying, until you said that over a my decade. Point is, my point is, if Stafford shows up in balls, like I, I've seen him throw passes where I've actually thought, I don't know if there's another guy in the league going to make that pass. If Stafford throws up, uh, you know, shows up and, and throws up that kind of game, I, I mean, the Rams can beat anybody, man. I mean, it's going to be how Stafford plays that game. And, if he balls out like like he's done in the past, Rams aren't aren't going to be a good and team to face. There's also still another guy named Aaron Donald who could yes, fuck up a game. Yeah, yeah, they could take over a game. Defense is sneaky good. They're, yeah, I mean, take over a game. Is good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I think that's going to about do it for uh, for our our first show after the New Year's. I hope everybody enjoys. Uh, uh, the weekend and had a good weekend and has a good week. Uh, let's get to some curtain calls. Uh, what does everybody got? I got one real quick. And and unfortunately, I'm drinking out of the can now because I didn't feel like pouring. But so if you look at that glass, that's Phillipsburg Brewing Company, right? So Phillipsburg Brewing Company, very small town, Western Montana. Okay. Um, great beer, by the way. Love their otter water, uh, pale ale. But because the Grizzlies are in Frisco. Phillipsburg Brewing Company packaged a ton of their beer and drove it down to Frisco, Texas for the Grizzly fans sitting there for the national championship, and they're going to be giving this beer away. So you know what? Peberg Brewing Company, Phillipsburg Brewing Company, this is the kind of stuff that I love about small breweries, guys. I love it because they are all community all the time, and they invest back. That is one of the coolest things I've heard because you think about Western Montana to Frisco, Texas. Sure. That's a long haul, boys. So my curtain call by far goes to Phillipsburg Brewing Company for what they did to support a local team in the Montana Grizzlies playing for a national championship. So cheers to them. Good. Good. Cheers. Absolutely. Jim, what do you got? Well, I I went back and forth um, on what I was going to say. Number one, let me just say, parents, 
teach your kids manners and to be considerate. Um, nothing more annoying than sitting trying to watch a football game at your local watering hole and have somebody next to you won't shut the fuck up. Um, <clears throat> fucking hacking, coughing, burping in your ear, that kind of shit. Um, teach your teach your kids manners, okay? There's our PSA for the day. But Ryan Day from Ohio State, I've been tough on you all year. Um <clears throat> to the point of saying, listen, man, how much longer can you be there? Right. But he goes out and they got Will Howard transferred to Ohio State. Nice. They got, nice. The, they got the McLaughlin kid. That's a nice pickup. Center from Alabama. Yes, sir. Transferring to Ohio State. So um not resting on your laurels, being an Ohio State coach. I uh, appreciate you know you going out and and looking to put the best the best product on the field. So uh, my cheers goes to Ryan Day. Nice cheers, Ty. What do you oh, got I'll for cheers me? that too? Uh, mine goes to Penn State wrestling. So Penn State came all the way out to Corvallis uh, here the other day to wrestle OSU in a duel, and Oregon State's no slouch in wrestling. Like they're they're a top twenty oh, program. Right. And they've yeah. put Colby Covington wrestled uh, here at Oregon State. You know, we've talked, I think we talked about that. And like they, their coaches are like national champions and all Americans and the whole thing. So, uh, yeah, we went and watched Penn State out here and uh, they kicked the dog shit out of Oregon State. They Rock won the shit. duel 36 3. Jesus. Wow. Dude. And when they're when they're announcing, like, because they announce who's nationally ranked, you know, when when right before the match starts, and mm -hmm. it was number one after number one after fucking number one after this guy's ranked second, but the next guy's ranked number one from Penn State. It was incredible, and uh, and even at that, the shout shout out to the guy that wrestles the one eighty seven. Is that what one eighty is? Something like that, whatever that is. Dude's, Maybe yeah, yeah, dude's name is uh Trey Munoz for Oregon State, and he's like an NCAA qualifier, done it a bunch of times, and he beat the number two ranked guy. He was number six, so I mean it was it was gonna be good. But yeah, he beat the number two ranked guy at that weight class. Um, that was the only three points Oregon State scored. I was gonna say Holy they had God. one win to score three points. And one yeah. win, dude. 36-3. It was but Oregon State wrestled I, I, hard. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not shitting on, on them at all. There was a bunch of close matches. Yeah. It was awesome. Shows you kick ass. Oh man. That's a good meet to go to. Um, so I, I'm gonna go a little bit different direction. Um, I somebody, a buddy of mine just sent me a clip, not just a few days ago, showed this uh, high school baseball umpire um haggling with a with a parent and the parent you hear the parent in the background shows the umpire behind the plate the parent background says you're you're making 40 dollars a day to do a horrible job take a bow and the umpire turned around pulled the 40 dollars out of his pocket and, and and threw it against the backstop and said keep your 40 dollars i'm out of here and he left and and but there was a lot of buildup so these parents were just giving this umpire it just being stupid and, and so my, my curtain call goes to all the am, uh, amateur referees that are making like 50 cents a game, right? These amateur umpires that are making $40 a game, 
you know, important games. Like this was in the in the in, in the playoffs of a, of a you know a state championship uh, for high school baseball. And these parents, you know, these parents come to these games, man. And and there's a difference between cheering your kid and just being outright, you know, dipshits about it um, to the umpires, the officials, and it it really makes amateur sports unbearable. Um, and you know, it's not like, I mean, go to the professional game and do that. Not saying it's okay there, but it's better there because at least these umpires are making really good money. These these guys are out there umpiring your children, and, and, you know, roughing your kids or making absolutely nothing, taking up their whole Saturday. A lot of times they don't just do one game. They do three or four games back to back to back, you know. Just, um, man, take a breath, man. I get it. I know you want your kid to do well and to win the game. But man, these 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 people out there that are they're showing up to to ref the games and umpire the games, they're not they're not making beans for a salary. So just take it, give give it a rest, man. I well, mean, well, you my know, thought be, be, my thought on that is that if you can do so much better, why aren't yeah, you? Then go fucking yeah, do it. Exactly. Yeah. Well said. Well said. So um I hope everybody enjoys uh, the rest of their their afternoon. Um big games coming up. I appreciate everybody joining us here on Cocktails and Curveballs. Always remember, we respond to all of our comments. So if you want to reach us on Cocktails and Curveballs at Gmail, we're on Spotify, we're on Instagram, YouTube. Feel free to reach out to us, leave a comment. We do appreciate everybody who uh, listens in. And uh, cheers. We'll see you next show. Go Grizz. Cheers. Go Go Grizz.